morning, good morning, and welcome to another episode of Thoughts Why I Drive to Work. So, uh, this week I went to a, a wig store. And I bought a wig and it only cost me a dollar. It was a small price to pay. <clears throat> I'm just going to assume you're all bursting out in laughter right now. Uh, nope. Fair enough. Figured I'd start our morning with a good old-fashioned dad joke there. Okay, so, this morning I want to tell you guys a story. There was once this ship with a crew on it. They got caught in a terrible, terrible storm. And they fought the storm for several days and several nights, and they got blown so off course they had no idea where they were. And they sailed aimlessly for days and nights until they came across an island. An island that nobody had ever been to before. And so they sailed to the island, and there were people on this island. And the people were all happy and had everything they needed. They had all the food they'd ever want. The weather was perfect. There were no dangerous animals. They had no enemies. And everything was great. And they let the crew of the ship live there. And they served them. They said they served them. They cooked for them. They fed them. They put them up. They sheltered them. They taught them things. And one day, the captain and his first mate were, were lounging and they were eating and they were drinking. And a serving girl came with a uh, pitcher of something to drink, and she tripped and broke it. And she looked up and she started crying crying and not only was she crying but she had fear in her eyes and all the other townspeople that were close came up and brutally kicked and beat her until she died and the captain was stunned by this and he said what is what is the meaning of this what is this and one of the townspeople said our emperor the king will not suffer failure well the captain and the crew were a little unsettled by this but then everything went back to normal. Everything went back to normal. Until a few days later, somebody made a mistake. Again, they were... <coughs> they were playing a game similar to soccer. And one of the people kicked and, and the goalie missed. And the, the, the shot went in. And all the teammates went out there and brutally killed the man with their bare hands. And again, he was told, our emperor will not suffer failure. Well, as they kept living on this island, he noticed this again and again and again. Anytime somebody would make even the smallest error, anyone around him, or the townspeople, would brutally kill that person. And they had the same response every time. Our emperor will not suffer failure. So the king was fed up. The king was tired. Or, sorry, the captain was fed up. The captain was tired of seeing these people brutally be killed. He wanted to know who was this emperor that demanded such a harsh price from his people. So he asked, and they said, he lives in the great tower up there. And they pointed at the top of the hill. So the captain... He loved these people on the island. He didn't want to see them be hurt any longer by the, what he presumed to be this evil man. He gathered his ship, his crew, 
and he set off to the, there to confront the king. When he met the doors to the, the castle after crawling to, climbing the top of the mountain, they were barred closed. So he beat them down. He got into the castle and everything was covered in dust. He realized very quickly the only person that lived in this castle was the emperor. So they searched the rooms and didn't find him. And they searched until at the bottom floors and they went to the top floors. By the time they got to the top floor, they reached a huge throne chamber. And at the very end, he could see a figure sitting on the throne. And he knew that this was the emperor he was going to confront. This was the emperor he wanted to kill. But as he drew closer, he could smell him. And when he finally got to him, he realized the emperor was dead. And had been for a really long time. The man was nothing but bones sitting in clothes. Men had been dead for over a century, and his people hadn't known. So they picked up the corpse, they paraded it down to the town, they said, Look, your emperor is dead. He's dead. You don't have to do this to each other anymore. He expected happiness. He expected thankfulness. He expected maybe even maybe they'd make him the new king. All the townspeople gathered and saw that their emperor had been dead for the past 10 or 20 years. And instead of sadness, anger broke out. And they began fighting amongst themselves. And the whole island was put into turmoil. And the, there was such upheaval that half the crew was killed. And the other half fled back to their ship and sailed away. Never wanting to return to this cursed island. Even as they were sailing away, they could see the island was on fire. And people were screaming. And there were sounds of death and murder. They sailed away, never to come back. Now, really great story, huh? Super happy I shared that with you guys. So our theme today is responsibility. And how you need to take responsibility for your own actions. See, in our story, the townspeople were perfectly fine murdering. Because it wasn't their responsibility. Or they didn't see it as their responsibility. They viewed it as the king's order. This is what our king told us we had to do, not to suffer failure, so we murdered all these people. And they were okay with it because it didn't lie on their hearts. They didn't take responsibility for it. In their eyes, the king was responsible for it, not them. But as soon as they found out the king was dead, and had been for 20 years, they realized that all those people they'd killed in between in those 20 years, it was their fault. It was not the emperor's. It was their fault. And the realization of that drew them to madness. They couldn't cope with how many people they'd killed. That was now their fault, not the Emperor's. So, back to responsibility. You need to take responsibility for your own actions. There's a really depressing theme these days that says that I can do whatever I want, be whoever I want, take whatever I want, have whatever viewpoint I want, and if you don't agree or like me, well then it's your problem. And it's your fault. You're in the wrong. You're full of hate. Because I can't be wrong. See, these people aren't taking responsibility for their actions, for their beliefs, and for what they want out of life. 
selfish. Selfishness. One of the roots of most sin, in my opinion. It's selfishness. They won't take responsibility for their beliefs. You know what? If you don't believe the same as me, that's fine. But you need to take responsibility for the fact that that means some people might not like you. You can't take it to the extreme and say that, you know, you're all wrong and you just hate me. No. No, they don't. Some might. Sure, especially if you have an attitude like that. But you need to take responsibility for the decisions you make about your own life. I'm a Christian. And I share my faith with people. Do you think that I, uh get a warm reception everywhere I go? No. I would say probably six times out of ten I get actively negative. Four times out of ten I get placating. You know, people are nice, but you know, go away, whatever. And maybe one time I get a good reception. And even out of that one time out of ten, does that does it work? Do I does this person come to know God? No, usually not. But I'm okay with those odds. I understand that me sharing my faith might mean that you don't like me. The Bible says that if the world hates you because of me, then you're doing your job right. The Bible also says that if you reject me in front of the world, I will reject you in front of the Father. So rejection can be good from a Christian. Rejection can be good. So... You need to take responsibility for what you decide you're going to do. You know what? If you decide to drop out of high school and eat at McDonald's, whose fault is it? Yours. Or work at McDonald's, sorry. Yours. It's your fault. It's not the world's fault. It's not society's fault. It's not the politicians' fault. No matter where you're at in life, what you're doing, or what your circumstances are, you can affect change in your own life. You can start by having a positive attitude. You can start by saying, the world's not going to beat me. I'm going to beat the world. You know, I have a really a common saying when people ask me, how you doing today? How you doing today? I always tell them, I'm always good. Some people laugh, some people, you know... You're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, because they don't actually care how I'm doing. They just, you know, that's just what you say to people in passing. But some people are like, always good? I'm like, yeah, it's hard. You have to make the conscious decision to wake up every morning and have a, you have to say, I'm going to have a good day. Not going to let the world win. The world's never going to just give you what you want or try to make you have a good day. It's not how stuff works. The majority of the world is selfish. They're looking out for number one. And looking out for number one, guess what? You're number two. Which means they're not looking out for you. You're a byproduct. Now, I'm not saying go out and look out for number one and all this good stuff. I'm like, no, but you have to decide today's a good day. I'm going to have a positive mental attitude. I'm going to take responsibility for my attitude and decide that I'm going to have a good day today. I have a good day every day. Does bad stuff happen in my day? Yeah. I work in a place where people die every day at our hospital. I see, I see people die all the time. Does that make a bad day? Yeah. You watch a kid die that you've been doing CPR on for over an hour. Let's face it, half hour. 
Yeah, it's going to make your day bad. But you can decide to have a good day. You can decide, you know what? We did all we could. Move on to the next one and help them. You know, you can decide to have a good day. You need to take responsibility for your actions. For your life. Don't put it on somebody else. Don't say your circumstances. I'm poor because the government. I'm poor because of who the president is. I'm uneducated because the school system failed me. You know how many of our founding fathers schooled themselves? You know, Albert Einstein was kicked out of school in like grade school, didn't even didn't even finish high school. They all took responsibility for themselves, made something of themselves. You can too. Just don't be lazy. It's laziness. The world says that the world says that your life should be easy. It should be fluffy. Wrong. Wrong. The world should be hard. It should be full of struggle. That's how we grow as a people. That's how you grow as a person. Struggle. Refinement. Honing it in. You don't get harder, sharper, or stronger by sitting on the couch watching Facebook videos or TikTok all day. It's not how life works. You're only going to be a failure. Well, guys, that's it for today's episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. Let's go ahead and pray for us. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for today. I pray for my listeners that this would bless them and they take responsibility for their own actions, for their own life. pray for my work day today that uh, I'd be a, a blessing to my patients. I would have the opportunity to evangelize to somebody they want. Or I love you. Amen. Alright guys, hopefully you enjoyed the episode. I think we're going to record another one tomorrow. Um, have a good day. Bye.